Well, on top of the touchdowns, the sacks, the singing of the songs, one of the best moments in the Lions game to me is the hometown hero. When a man or woman comes out to a standing ovation with all of those people there, I just love it. I always am watching from above in the press box, and I just absolutely love it. And the crowd does go crazy. They do. The crowd goes nuts. Oh, my gosh. It's the best. And we are welcoming Ronnie Cyrus, who is a hometown hero himself, but he's the coordinator of the hometown hero uh, program within the Lions. You've been doing it for nine years, and congratulations because that is a great moment Thank you. every it's, weekend. It's one of those I always said, no matter, I've, I've been a fan since I was a kid. My driver's ed teacher used to make me drive out to Oakland University to watch Eric Hipple throw the football. And Eric is one of my best friends. And Eric actually presented me with the nomination last home game in the tunnel right after Lomas Brown's induction into the Circle of Honor. So it's just one of those things that no matter how long I've been a fan, I'm like the 14-year-old boy that gets the best experience ever because no matter how good or how bad the Lions are doing, that's just an extremely special moment. Exactly. No matter what's happening in the game, the score doesn't matter. How do you pick the recipients? Well, we have the DetroitLions.com slash Hometown Heroes, or you can do a Detroit Lions Hometown Hero search on Google. Uh, there's an actual nomination page, and we get about 1,500 nominations a year, and we have, what, about nine openings. So we try to select some really great stories. But the stories don't have to be about heroism or anything spectacular. It's they, they The Lions have done such a beautiful job of recognizing the service of those who have just given a little bit more of themselves than the average person. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and also trying to work in first responders and folks there's that a police done, officer recently. Yes. We yeah. had uh, former police chief Chester Logan. Uh, oh, he, yeah. he was also, a Viet- his daughters. He, he was also a Vietnam veteran and that's daughters. the thing. So, so there's a funny story yeah. here. So I meet his daughter at the, at, at the corner bar. We mm-hmm. all meet up there before the game. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I said, Oh my gosh, you are so pretty. There's a woman who works here at Ford field. that looks just like you. <laughs> I go down on the field. It's her twin it's sister. Her twin. <laughs> and I'm like, boy. <laughs> Like, aren't I a charming guy? Yeah. <laughs> that double vision was is not some kind of lingering problem no, for us. I was just yeah. being friendly. Yeah. yeah, we should also point out you've been nominated by the Detroit Lions to be the 2023 NFL Salute to Service Award winner, and uh, folks can actually vote for that. The voting is still ongoing. It goes correct? on until November 30th. Yes, and, and so uh, if you put in Salute to Service Award NFL, it will pop up, and and you can scroll down in the D's. There's Detroit Lions. And Ronnie Cyrus, uh, the vice president of the Michigan Heroes Museum. Former vice right president. There. Former yeah. vice president. Yep. I served there for uh, about six years, and uh, I'm still doing, you know, still still chatting with them and working with them. But I, I just with so much going on in my life, it was just time for me to step back and let somebody else do some great things. And, hey, Ronnie, you know, I would see you at the games uh, all the time when we would be down there. And just talk about how the, the, the fans, uh, you know, acknowledge these these servicemen when they come out it really starts to it really starts to roll because they start telling this story and it just comes up you know hometown heroes on the screen and all of a sudden everything gets really quiet and then it starts to roll and it's almost like this this build up Mm -hmm. and then all by the by the by the middle of it you can't even hardly hear the the story you have to listen to it on twitter the next day um but you you it starts to roll and i just look around and I, i do it every week i take a take a panoramic video of, of just to watch the people just stand mm-hmm. and, and and you'll see people cry you'll still oh, yeah. see people just 
it's the loudest that it gets in the game up until this year. This year it's gotten up to about 119, 120 decibels, but it's <laughs> yeah. usually about 114 for the hometown hero. Okay. So I got to give okay. it to the Lions fans. It's like a so jet great. landing. It in is. Port it Field. is. It is. Yeah. I, I, I've got a maybe that's the toughest question that, that I'm going to ever ask you, which is you've met so many of these great veterans. Is there one story? I mean, you're an inspiration to us. But is there one veteran that you can point to that just really inspired you and and let them represent all the veterans that you've showcased over the years? There's so many that I have loved and become friends with over the years. Almost every nominee that I've ever had out there were friends on Facebook or family members. Mm -hmm. But there's one story that I remember more than any that we've told, and he unfortunately passed away in 2018, but a veteran nonetheless, and that is Sergeant Major Ken Rice from Saginaw, Michigan. Sergeant Major Ken Rice survived the Baton Death March. Before the Americans came in to rescue him, he was put on a hell ship to be sent to Japan as a prisoner. So mm. he didn't he wasn't rescued by the Americans. Why he was being sent back to Japan, his ship gets torpedoed by an American submarine. Oh. He is actually on deck and one of very, very few survivors of almost seven hundred prisoners on board. I think there were dozen maybe that survived. I can't remember right off the top of my head, but it was a really low number. This is like the Louis Zemperini story that they made a new one movie. Yes. So he yeah. gets so he gets shot so he gets sunk in the water and he's picked up by the Japanese the next day in the water he is sent to japan where he is working in the mines as a prisoner of war mm-hmm. and he is underground he switches duties with the dutch the dutch would work in the evenings the americans would work during the day for some reason he switched with the americans switched so they were working during the day um and the prisoners never came back to get him and so he loses he actually draws straws and loses and has to go to the top of the adit and he walks out into the light there's no more Japan left. He had survived the atomic bomb. He was wow. at ground zero and survived the atomic bomb at Nagasaki. So he walks 40 miles. They walk 40 miles. They end up walking into American soldiers. He comes back to the United States, gets, gets taken care of in Chicago. He goes back to Korea as an advisor, continues to serve as a Marine, comes back to Saginaw and retires as recruiting command sergeant major in Saginaw, Michigan, and lives until he's 90, 89, 90 years old. How could you old. say no to that recruiter? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I exactly. know, but Sergeant Major Ken Rice, to think of all that he had experienced, all that he had lived through, and then to just come home and live a oh. humbling, humbling, beautiful life. And his son ended up, uh, his son is a Navy vet. Mm. Uh, his daughter, Pam, has been wonderful. They've got a thing up there in Saginaw named after him at the Saginaw VA, the community centers, the Ken Rice community center and and i think when i think of stories of resilience and everything that uh uh our our veterans have gone through at one time or another we all have special or unique stories in one way or the other at least one in your military career whether you spent Mm -hmm. three or 30 years and i think of ken rice and i just think of guys like digger odell who spent five and a half years in a pow camp Mm -hmm. Uh, a medal of honor recipient james doc McLuhan, who always here's the greatest hero i've ever known in my life and the man looks at E4 veteran walking through a shopping mall and he'll stop him and he'll say, young man, thank you for my freedom. And it's just so humbling and beautiful to me to see how some of these men who've experienced the most hell on earth Mm -hmm. are the kindest and the sweetest and try their best to give, give back. And And we're all sitting here because of them. Yeah, right now. I am too. You know, my father was a Vietnam veteran. Uh, His, uh, a guy that probably saved his life, uh, Ron, Ron, his name's Ron, and and it just 
he lives here in South Lyon, Michigan, Ron Demura, and he was one of my hometown heroes for Thanksgiving several years mm-hmm. ago. And I just think I've had a chance to meet some of the most amazing and incredible human beings through this program and, and seeing them featured at Ford Field. And but we get to meet them, too, thanks to you. Yes. You're right. And it's all about them. It's, this has nothing to do with me. Yeah. The only reason that I'm here this morning is, yes, the Lions have done a beautiful job, and thank you so much to the organization. And WJR over the years have been so good to me, and the nomination has been wonderful. It's, it's, it's not about me. It's about the veterans here in Michigan. And the award that comes from the USAA will actually um, be uh, – it's a, about a $100,000 award – that will be donated to veterans organizations of my choice here in Michigan. And that's yeah, what's very, yeah, very that's special. That's a big deal. Perfect. And um, the Woodruff Foundation and USAA and NFL and NFL Players Association are just amazing in Woodruff doing Foodruff Foundation, Bob Woodruff? Bob Woodruff, yes. Yeah. Great they, they, grad. Yes. Grew up next door to Jennifer, Jennifer Hammond, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, his, Hammer. His brother and I used to serve uh, wine together. We were Eucharistic Dave, minister, Dave. Is that Dave why Woodruff. you like wine so Dave, That's it. Well, Dave, you know, you never get far away from and they had the uh, they had the uh, Bob Woodruff had his uh, stand up for heroes uh, dinner in New York City Monday night, and Bruce Springsteen was there, and made his first live appearance in over a year, and oh. sang beautifully. Oh, he sounded so good. Because he's been sick. Yeah. He's been sick yeah. with pe- peptic a- ulcers. So, yeah. he, but he came back and sang with John Cougar Mellencamp on stage, and it was oh. just awesome. Oh man, Warren, you... Warren Treaty was there. They're going to be the halftime show at uh, Thanksgiving. They're going to be doing God Bless America, and that is going to be something else. And yeah. the lead singer from Warren Treaty is also an army veteran himself fantastic boy the mashup with springsteen and Mel oh Camp. man holy yeah, cow john stewart yeah. it was they nope. had tom hanks was there it was crazy super <laughs> well ronnie thank you so much for being with us and, and for all you do for starting the michigan heroes museum and being the, the you know the wonderful guiding light that you were there and and again thank you to the lions and you're one of the guys we'll be thinking about throughout the week. Well, thank you very yeah. much. I'm looking forward to continuing to support our veterans here in the state of Michigan uh, as a transition assistance advisor. Also, uh, I've got special TAAs here in Michigan that really help veterans access benefits, and it's just something else to work with these guys every day after a career that I had. And when it comes time for you to distribute that that money to veterans come on our air and tell us how you're yeah. going to do that yeah, yeah. I'm I'm right back. This. absolutely fantastic happens, we want to we want to celebrate that in the meantime you can uh, vote for ronnie for the 2023 salute to service award when we come back going to be meeting a gentleman a veteran who was one of the beneficiaries of the kearns brothers roofing rooftop giveaway as we continue to celebrate our veterans here on wjr